Seltzer Kings Podcasts. What the hell are you thinking is the show that talks about everything you thought you knew? I mean, well, not everything. We, we don't do math. But the kind of things that make the world the way it is today. Confusing, annoying, contradictory, and often extremely stupid. Join host Dave Bledsoe as he explores the past 50 years or so and explains how dumb things were then and why they're even dumber now because those things happen. You can listen every Monday morning at whatthehellpodcast.com or on your favorite podcast app. If we don't know what we're fighting, I don't think we stand a chance. It's strange. It's not like anything we've faced before. It seems familiar somehow. Of course. The spell we cast with Buffy must have released some primal evil that's come back seeking. I'm not sure what Willow looked through the chronicles for some reference to a warrior beast. I've got to warn Buffy. There's every chance she might be next. And Xander and Willow. And try not to bleed on my couch. I've just had it steamed. Welcome to another episode of Boys Watching Buffy. We're just two boys watching every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer for the first time, giving our review, our reaction. We are your hosts. I'm Joe Welke. And I am Vance. And today we're finishing up season four. Season four, episode 22, titled Restless, written and directed by Joss Whedon. Original air date May 23rd, 2000, to an audience of four and a half million people. And before we get into the episode, everybody, we got a couple of freaking shout outs from the Apple Podcast. I think I guilted some people last episode where I was like, I don't think we've gotten one of those in a while. Yeah, guilt, guilt, shame, whatever, whatever's got to get the message out there, you know. We got to do it. We got to get them freaking algorithms going on. Um, so we got two shishy shout outs. Uh, first, we got Dutch Queen 76 Thank you so much for your review on Apple Podcasts. Very cool. Very nice. Very kind. And also Echo Zephyr 13 Thank you for strongly recommending this podcast to Anyone who enjoys Buffy the Vampire Slayer, I guess. Uh, really appreciate your guys' reviews. It's super, super nice. And if you want to get a sh- sh- shout out, leave a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts or uh, leave a, a review or a rating on Spotify. Take a screenshot, send it to my DMs at Joe Welke. Um, join our Patreon, patreon.com backslash boys watching Buffy. And also join our Discord which is linked in the show notes because we have some stuff coming up for that. Vance is going to take it over from here. Yeah, I uh, randomly mentioned at the end of a fairly recent episode that we might be doing something a little different with the recaps this, uh, the recap episode this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, that we normally do a 
season ending recap of everything and some predictions of what we think going to happen next season and such. And this ref- time reflection on the whole season, yes, just like where we are, a check in, just how we're feeling. <laughs> um, and this time I wanted to make it a little more interactive for our listeners. So we have made a an award, a season four awards, a listener awards poll. And uh, the form will be linked in the show notes. And if you joined our discord, you already have this because we've mm-hmm. posted it over the weekend. And you can now just vote on your, your top five episodes of the season. Uh, you can vote for Joe's Fashion Corner, Best and Worst Dressed, mm-hmm. and uh, some other things that are on there. Uh, and we'll, me and Joe will still give our opinions of the season, but then we'll compare it to what the yeah. listeners think. So this way we get a gauge of like where we are and where they are. Um, yeah. And that should be fun. And that will be revealed in the recap episode. Yeah, it'll be it'll be super rad because like there's sometimes where like Vance and I like or I'll really hate something and or like there will be episodes that we are like, yeah, that's not that great. Or there's episodes that we're like, oh, we really like that one. And people are like, really? Yeah. You like that one? That (laughs) we want to know how far off we are. Yeah. Like, are we on this? Are we all on the same wavelength or not? And it'll just be fun to see where you would our listeners think and everything. So, yeah. And there's a section for uh, some questions, some Q&A questions that you can throw it our way and we'll try to answer those if the podcast doesn't get too long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the bonus episodes tend to be a little longer, yeah. I think. Which, than... which people like and yeah. we uh, we deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I can ramble about this shit for a long time, as noticed by uh, my activity on Discord sometimes. Yeah. But... And if you're not on Discord, you really should hop on there that's uh it's a fun time good group yeah um but uh with that out of the way let's get into this last episode of season four do we have to i (laughs) i was gonna say right off the bat joe welke here not a fan of this episode this is the type of stuff I'm not usually a fan of in shows where they yeah. get a lot of just some of the bits and jokes in this are really good. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. there's a running, moments. Yeah, there's a running gag that is insane. That's just so random that I love it. Um, mm-hmm. There's some great lines in it. Some really cool moments. Mm-hmm. Overall as a story. Nah. Yeah. It, it, it's like. It's like it's, it's such an in between of the finale that happened last episode and a teaser for next season. Yeah, and I feel like it didn't tease enough. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know, like I don't know. There, like, there like we'll talk about the angel episode and uh, our Patreon. Yeah, and that one. That's has, a good tease. <laughs> that's a good tease. That's a good tease, dude. <laughs> I was like, all right, I'm down. See, I was waiting for something like that to happen in Buffy. Like, we haven't had any, like, real cliffhangery, like, oh, shit. Oh, that just happened. Like, every season kind of wraps up nicely. And it's like, well, that was that arc. Let's move on to the next one. I'm fine with that because I feel like a lot of shows also didn't know if they were going to get picked up for another season. Fair. This one seems Fair. like, oh, we know we're hot. We're going to have another season. Mm-hmm. At least, I'll say this. At least this seems like they know what they're going to do next season. Okay, yeah. Right? Like, maybe. Or at least have some idea. 
the writers probably do. I no, no, no. That's what I mean. Like the the writers yeah. seem like they have something planned yeah. for next season. All right. Well, let's just fucking get into this. Uh, we start the episode off with a recap of the Scooby Gang defeating Adam using the spell to uh, summon the spirit of what we learned is the spirit of the first slayer and like all of the slayers while also combining all of their powers or something uh, and defeating Adam. And yeah, so this episode opens up with Buffy at her house house, like her home, not her dorm, not the college, not the rundown shitty high school that Riley's staying in. She is at home and she's talking to Riley about how he's about to go and do a debriefing with the initiative and the military and how it's like, oh shit, well, I'm probably going to get dishonorably discharged or honorable discharge after I tell him everything. Uh, Buffy's like, well, I'm worried about you, Riley. And he's like, don't be worried. It's just questions. It's not going to be anything crazy. And uh, the whole gang is there and, and Joyce is there. And Riley heads out and Joyce is like, nice to finally meet you, Riley. And Joyce is all mad at Buffy because she's like, um, did you notice that I said finally meet Riley? I just thought of something. All right. This is taking... <laughs> We're starting this episode off hot, dude. <laughs> well, they just, this is just like the night of, right? It seems mm-hmm. like. Yes. How is he going to a debriefing? already well how quickly did they fill up this place with concrete too like (laughs) like it's no he just cut his chest open the last episode and now he's about to go to a meeting and like somehow he's going to a debriefing faster than it took them to be like hey graham was injured or maggie walsh was killed like those were like next day next morning yeah, I feel like you debrief it, later like, this on. This is like not immediately. Yeah. I was like, wait, he's not. <laughs> the place is still on fire. Where are you going? Well, also in between the last episode and this one, he got a haircut. It, wait, <laughs> it is the same night though, right? I, that's what they make it it's, seem like. Like they were like, we couldn't even sleep after that, and they're all yeah. together. It's no yeah. way Riley is going to a debriefing. The place is still being shot up. Yeah, dude. Also, his hair is a different length. <laughs> his, got a, his chest is not bleeding. Like he, <laughs> yeah. He Dude, should be in a I hospital. Mean, I, did, I just thought of that. What? What? Yeah, it blew my mind that they were like pan, like playing this off as like, this is the same night that all of this shit went down. Yeah. Like, oh my God. They just like walked the five miles to Buffy's house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, ooh, all that adrenaline. <laughs> And rented movies. And rented movies. Because <laughs> they... In what world is Giles like, hey, yeah, what let's... Blockbuster is open Why are you right not now? going to Giles' house? I guess Why not go anywhere else? <laughs> Xander's basement would be more suitable for this. Yeah. What? But... No way Riley's having a debriefing <laughs> two hours after the event happened. Washington I mean... has no idea. I gotta be honest. I didn't even think of the I didn't think of that. thing. I didn't think of that until was, you just gave that rundown of the scene. I thought about the renting movies. Like yeah. what? What? 
maniacs are renting like number one what places because they they rented like four movies and they're like we're gonna stay up all night and watch movies they made popcorn and and like it's giles willow buffy and xander and then joyce is like mommying them all even giles (laughs) yeah and how was giles there like you you had slept with joyce like there's no like lingering no awkwardness we haven't seen them in a scene together in a long time like what yeah i don't but uh yeah so they rented movies and they're like we're gonna stay up all night we're gonna watch movies just like in the old days and xander's like yeah let's what what movie should we watch how about apocalypse now how (laughs) is that even a movie that you would think to rent (laughs) after what you've been through Like, Willow's like, do you have anything other? I'm like, did you guys not all go to the video store? Did you drop him off and let him run in? Like, yeah. (laughs) what video store is still open? And why is it not, like, haunted with vampires? (laughs) Um, But don't worry. They've got some more girly stuff. They got some more British stuff, too. And they're going to have a good time watching all these movies. I think Apocalypse Now is also, like, two and a half hours long. That is one of those, like, classic movies that everyone it talked about in film school and stuff and i still have never watched it i've seen all yeah. the like references to it and bits yeah. and pieces but i've never like sat and watched start to finish that is not yeah, a movie that you put on <laughs> no yeah, i know the credence clearwater revival is a big part of it you know <laughs> they, and they reference it later with the character that shows up yeah but uh so they put on the movie and they all immediately fall asleep basically yeah. And then this is where I that wrote in been my an notes. Episode. That should have been the episode. <laughs> I wish it would have been the episode. <laughs> because what I wrote in my notes next is, oh no, it's a dream episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Literally, word for word, oh no, it's a dream episode. <laughs> in all caps. In, an episode where anything can happen and none of it has to make sense and none of it has to matter. Yep. Yep. <sighs> yeah. There, there's no threat in this at all. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm watching it and I'm not like, oh no, how are they going to get out of this one? They just got yeah. out of that. The, they just got out of the Adam thing. They're going to survive this. I don't know. Yeah, so the first person whose dreams we enter is Willow. And they're in the dorm, and Tara's topless, and Willow's painting stuff on her back. She is face down, though. She's not boob yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, no, it's not just... No, <laughs> She's not, we haven't gone HBO. <laughs> but this is the most they push. Yeah. For their well, I mean, a little bit later they push. No, I'm saying in the in this episode. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. This episode is like, yeah. whoa, all right, all right. you're really <laughs> leaning into this. They still don't. I mean, they still yeah. don't show a kiss. <laughs> they cut away from a kiss like a split second before it happens. I'm I like, mean, the leg on. caress, her drawing on her yeah. bare back. <laughs> yeah, but. uh they're speaking cryptically, like Tara's speaking cryptically to Willow, and she's like, uh, she's worried they haven't found out her name, and Willow isn't worried, and Tara says, you don't, ha- you don't know anything about me, and you don't know everything about me, and will they, fi- they will find out about me, you know? 
And Willow's like, I don't care. And she's still painting her war- words all over Tara's back. And then Tara switches topics from this cryptic, like, nobody knows who I am. Nobody knows the real me. And they're going to find out about it. And they're going to find out about you. To switching the conversation to, you know, you got to get ready to go to that drama class <laughs> that we mentioned <laughs> last episode. Uh, <sighs> yeah. That thing that you're terrified of. Yeah. Always. Yeah. And so Willow is like, I don't really want to leave. I don't want to go to drama class. I want to stay here. And then somebody goes to the window and out the window, you can see they're in the desert. Mm-hmm. And Willow walks, you know, to into the college and she's walking the halls and she walks by Xander and Oz. And they're like, hey, what's up, Will? How's it going? Uh, you, you going to class? You, you doing any spells? And Willow's like, yeah, you know, I guess I'm going to class. And then Willow walks off and then Xander's there with Oz and he goes, whew, just thinking about two women doing a spell, you know? You know, I do that quite often, think about two women doing a spell and then I do a little spell by myself. And then Oz just looks at him like, what the fuck is wrong with you, dude? <laughs> And I'm like, what is this episode? <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the shot lingers on Oz for a long time, too. I mean, like, it, great delivery by Xander, given, yeah. Oh, yeah. given the line that yeah. he had to deliver. So then Willow's getting ready for her drama class, and she walks into the class, and they're already getting ready for a production. Mm-hmm. Buffy's there, Riley's there, Harmony is there. And they're like, yeah, we're all ready to, to do the show. You ready? Why aren't you in costume? Or, oh, oh, no, no. They're like, oh, Willow, you're already in costume. That's great. Buffy's dressed up like a flapper. Uh, Harmony's dressed up like a German, like, lederhosen girl. Riley's dressed up like a cowboy. Yeah, I'm a cowboy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, no, he says, I'm cowboy guy. Yeah. <laughs> Military guy, cowboy, cowboy guy. guy. Yeah. <laughs> So they're all like, yeah, we're ready for the show. And Willow's like, wait, this is this isn't even this is the first class. And how are we already ready for a show? We got a whole production. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, yeah, and your parents are here. They're sitting in the front row and they're they're looking really mad. And Willow's like, wait, what? What's mm-hmm. happening? What's going on? And then Giles comes out and Giles is the director of the play. And he comes out and he gives a speech. He's like, all right, everybody, we have a great production ready for everybody. I'm so proud of everyone. And I'm glad that we're all here doing this. And I'm glad that we have a packed house and it's filled with everyone that Willow knows, everyone that she likes, everyone that she hates. And they're all ready to see this production of uh, Death of a Salesman. And so there's like, what, uh, 10 people in the audience? Yeah. <laughs> but uh while while Giles is giving this speech like Willow notices some kind of weird presence lurking in the background like kind of demony thing like going all over and also while Giles is doing the speech Harmony is trying to bite his neck and he's like stop that stop come on they're treating vampires like they treat vampires like this is how Giles leaves the door unlocked he's like oh, get away stop like like they're, <laughs> like they're mosquitoes that just keep bugging him yeah. And so after Giles says, like, you know, we're doing Death of a Salesman, 
that's when Willow starts to mention, like, being like, wait a minute, what? Hold on a second. Death, why are we doing Death of a Sith? Like, none of these costumes match. Like, yeah. <laughs> you just got a cowboy, a flapper. And what's going on? And then she turns around, and then there's some bald guy there. Mm-hmm. And he's got, like, he's got a wooden desk, and he's got a bunch of cheese slices uh, splayed out. And he goes, don't worry. I made a little space for the cheese slices. <laughs> and I was like, that's so random. Fine. <laughs> I'm like, all right. And so Willow is all bugged out. She's like, I don't know what the hell is happening right now. This makes no sense. And she walks down this hallway of curtains and she sees Tara there. And Tara's like, oh, you better get ready for the production. Oh, it's going to be great. And then Willow like calls out. That like, hey, what, why is there a cowboy in Death of a Salesman anyway? Like, this doesn't make any sense. And Tara's there like, oh, there's something wrong with you, Willow. There's something wrong with you. And then we cut to the play that's happening. It's already started. Mm-hmm. And Riley's talking to Harmony, who's on a swing. And Buffy's laying on like a chaise lounge in her flapper gear. And Riley's in his cowboy gear. And they're like... <laughs> I do enjoy that it's like Willow's interpretation of what Death of a Salesman would be like. It's like, oh, all these sales, all these sales are happening and I'm yeah. a man. <laughs> yeah, it was like there's a shot where Riley's like in the foreground just staring off and like <laughs> Buffy's like just really small in the back, like talking to him as he just mm-hmm. stands stoically and she's like, <laughs> the sales line is pretty good. Like uh, all these yeah. sales, like. <laughs> and all these the sales of death <laughs> yeah and then Tara guts back to Tara and Willow and Tara's telling Willow like you're gonna be punished and there's people after you and you're gonna get punished and Willow's like what why then we go back to the play and now Buffy is going on an anti-man tirade about like fuck all these men and their sales and I hate them all and all of you men should be thrown into the sea and all this stuff and Buffy uh, Riley's just taking it and I was like, this is exactly why I hate these episodes. I hate them. They're so random and cryptic. And it's like, oh, this is the deeper meaning of all this stuff. And oh, we're we're being cryptic and foreshadowing. Remember when we had that fucking, when Faith was in the coma, we had that scene of Buffy with Willow or uh, Buffy with Faith and the cat. Mm-hmm. And people were like, that cat's going to come into play later. Mm-hmm. I still don't fucking get what the cat's going on. Well, they've referenced the making the bed together scene. Yeah. Later. Yeah. But uh, so I was like, oh, that's something. You know what this episode should have really been instead of what it was, even though I know they're setting up for the thing that you would think it would have been explained already by the season. What do you think it's um, up? It's that I mean, I mean, they're talking about the first Slayer or whatever. Yeah. Like we're finally learning where Slayers come from fourth five seasons into the show but, um, <laughs> which seems late but this episode should have really just been about tara yeah it really should have been about the tara secret like they get yes. away from one thing and there's like what is going on with tara well it seems like it's setting up for that yeah. and then it's like no never mind yeah <laughs> it's like Ooh. like Wait. she's in a lot of it well she's in a lot of this one and then she shows up in buffy's but she's not in xander and giles is that much 
She's in Xander's in a small. Oh yeah, she is in that little bit part. Is she in Giles's like, at all? I don't think she's in Giles's. Yeah. Which but, uh, seems like a weird not having her and everything. I mean, this this is like, oh, we're finally getting to see what's up with Tara. And like mm-hmm. Tara's talking about like, they don't know who I am. They don't yeah. know who you are. And it's like, oh, okay. Now we can finally get to the bottom of this Tara mm-hmm. mystery. And then it's a, a flip, reverse it. And it's like, no, we're not. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, back, back after this like Buffy tirade in Riley's face, uh willow's in the hallway and tara's gone and then a knife just like comes jutting through the curtains in the hallway and then buffy saves willow and then they're back in high school again and and willow is like no i can't be in high school again the play is starting and buffy's like the play is over it's been over why are you still in costume and then buffy rips off willow's clothes and she's in front of the whole class wearing like didn't you think she was gonna be naked I yeah, I thought so. Like they've done this before with Xander being in his boxers during that like nightmare, yeah, season, and he like looks down. It's like oh my god, and that's like the classic dream trope of like oh no, where are my clothes? Yeah, no, I was confused Willow, by this. Yeah, they just put Willow back in her like sweet girl clothes, like from the high school days. And I wasn't looking at her in the outfit she had on before. Like wow, you've really. Yeah, it didn't feel like that much of a change. Oh, and this outfit seemed like definitely more downgraded than like what she normally wore in the first three seasons. Yeah, she. I mean, she was a victim. I would victimize <laughs> her in Joe's fashion corner. And like, she hasn't been that bad recently. Like, I haven't really had that many Joe's fashion corner moments. No, but I'm saying moments like, I don't think lately. the outfit that they put her in in this episode was like, we definitely had it in the werewolf one when she had the mm-hmm. jeans and you've definitely you've definitely gone off on Willow while she's been in college. I'm just saying yeah. this outfit, like she's like in this brown like overall thing. It's like a brown dress, dress and she's like, got like a, a like white knit sweater and but stockings, yeah. It it seemed like they went I don't remember her wearing stuff like that necessarily. Yeah. She I don't know. I don't know. It just seemed like and then when he cut to it, I was like, okay. Is yeah. she gonna get made fun of? Like, yeah, what? like I don't know. Yeah, yeah the whole class. Uh, she's like standing in front of the class doing her book report or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, the whole class is looking at her weird and like heckling her. And Oz and Tara are like flirting with each other. It seems like, and yeah. then uh, out of nowhere, like like Xander's heckling her. He's like, "Boy, come on!" Uh, out of nowhere, like the demon thing that was lurking in the background attacks willow in the middle of her book report and then we cut back to real world willow mm-hmm. and she starts like choking in her sleeve she's like it's like okay and i was like oh man they're really gonna have to deal with this yeah. and they don't no because we now hop over to the next dreamer this one is- felt long this one was long. Okay. This one's got the most uh, notes in mine. Yeah, dude. I was like, man, they're really milking this. They still got two more people to go. And yeah. one of them's the main character. <laughs> <laughs> so we go over now to Xander's dream. But Xander's dream involves him waking up. Oh, dream within a dream. Oh. 
So Xander wakes up and he's watching quote unquote apocalypse now, which is definitely not apocalypse. <laughs> I was like, what is <laughs> Yeah. And Xander's like, whoa, how long was I out for? And John's like, oh no, not that long. Uh movie's still on. So Xander's watching. He's like, oh, I gotta get up and pee. And I was like, please don't make this guy piss his pants. Cause there's that whole thing of like mm. if you pee in your dream, you pee your in real life. Well, a weird thing here is that they look over at Willow and she's like struggling, like having mm-hmm. a nightmare. So it's like, wait, is he dreaming? Like, yeah. does he like what's happening? Um, wow. Yeah. If it is not clear, it is clear that he's dreaming as soon as he walks upstairs to well, go to the bathroom. Before he walks upstairs, he says, I got to pee. And Buffy says, do you need a hand with that? Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> Did she just offer to help him pee? Yeah. And there's like no reaction from like, he's like, no, I got it. And Giles <laughs> isn't like, what the fuck are you talking about, Buffy? <laughs> like, it's such a weird line. Yeah. So Xander goes upstairs to go pee. And as he's walking to the bathroom from behind, Joyce Summers comes to the doorway of her bedroom and she's like hey there xander how's it going xander turns around he's like oh it's going good she's like you're you're looking really good you're going to the back you're looking really handsome these days he's like oh thanks miss summer (laughs) and she's like don't you want to come into my room and he's like you know what actually i do want to come in there (laughs) did they cut to a shot of like the unmade bed yeah, but like, it wasn't like it was like it had a like a half turn down, half like I just got out of it. Look, yeah, <laughs> it was like it was like she had splayed the this the covers that was like inviting him in. Like, hey, yeah. we got the bed all made up for you, yeah. but it looked like not made, <laughs> you know. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but she's wearing like a really seductive red nighty negligee even no negligee <laughs> and uh xander's like all right yeah i like where this is going um i'm gonna take a quick trip to the bathroom and i'll be right back <laughs> there's a line that she's that there's an exchange here where <laughs> he she goes i've learned a lot about boys and he, yeah. and he says that's very cool of you <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, all right, I'll be right back. I just gotta go take a piss. And Joyce is like, all right, I'll be here waiting. So he goes to the bathroom, unzips, looks like he's about to start peeing, and then he looks to his right, and it is a whole room of initiative soldiers there watching him about to pee. (laughs) And he's like, Ooh. Yeah, I think I'm gonna find another bathroom. And he zips up and he walks out. <laughs> walks across the hall, opens the door across literally across the hall from the bathroom. <laughs> and that door leads to his basement apartment thing. And he goes in there and he's like, huh, that's a little weird. Eh, whatever. And he just starts to hear the door rattling. And he like the upstairs door rattling and he's like, what the hell is this? Hey, don't come down here. I'll beat up whatever comes down here. 
don't you dare, don't you dare, I know what's up there. And uh, it's still rattling, and he's all freaked out, so he leaves out his regular door and goes to a playground. And on the playground, Giles... Where I spent most of my days. <laughs> <laughs> on the playground, Giles and Spike are on a swing set. Mm-hmm. And Buffy's playing in a giant sandbox. Mm-hmm. And it's the daytime. And Spike is in a suit that is exactly the same as Giles's. And Xander's like, what, what's going on here? And Spike's like, oh, hey, what's up, Xander? Yeah, Giles is taking me under his wing. He's going to teach me how to be a watcher. And Xander's like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> they are swinging so high on those swings. And I will yeah. say... I wish swings were more acceptable for adults. Dude, swings are fun as hell. No, but you can't That's just go to a park. But you can't just go to a park and hop on the swings. Yeah, and at certain parks you can, but yeah. there's not a lot of uh, not a lot of adult swings out there. Yeah, there's an adults swingers. <laughs> <laughs> Xander's trying to get on that list. Yeah. yeah. So after Spike's like, yeah, I'm going to be a watcher, Giles goes, yeah, Spike is like a son to me. And Xander's like, all right, whatever. <laughs> and then Xander looks across the playground and he sees himself serving ice cream to kids. Mm -hmm. And he's like, huh, all right, well, this is odd. And then he looks down at Buffy playing in the sandbox and he's like, what's going on with you? This is a... This is a big sandbox to be playing in. You know, I'm a little bit worried about you, Buffy. Are you all right? You sure you're okay? And then Buffy calls him. She's like, yeah, I'm okay, big brother. And Xander's like, what? <laughs> uh, okay, sure. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's my thought yeah. on all of this. Yeah. So. And then we go over to ice cream serving Xander, who's watching all this happen. From across the playground, he's looking at him. He's like, oh, what's going on? Yeah, whatever. I'm going to leave. So Ice Cream Xander hops into the driver's seat of the ice cream truck, and we get the craziest green screen shit. The happening. worst green screen. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> I mean, this is absolutely intentional. This is definitely yes. intentional, yes. terrible green screen. But when, uh, I mean, this is the definition of bad green screen. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> And it, I don't know. I was just, I was just not happy. Yeah, I'm not happy. Well, here's my thing. It's like we don't have a threat anymore. Mm -hmm. Like weird stuff is just happening. So it's like mm -hmm. it's just a visual display of like interesting sets and random things. But there's nothing. There's besides this like demon beast thing that's showing up here and there is very loosely tied together and it's like it's so hard to keep the thread going like why should i care about what's going to happen next because it doesn't seem like it's consequential you know yeah and we've like i get that they're trying to like delve into like these deeper issues mm -hmm. within the characters and like yeah. how they position themselves but within we just the group. did that <laughs> exactly that's exactly what i was just we've done this the whole season like yeah. we've had this happen non-fucking-stop you're hammering it into our fucking brains i get it and we just had it reach its full conclusion of group hugs they just took over each other's bodies like yeah. 
All right. And now we're back to Willow being worried, like, oh, they're not going to like me because of... <laughs> and then we got back to Xander, like, oh, I'm a directionless loser. It's like, you got over that last episode, all you, right? You know what I was thinking? I was wondering if this was one of those things, like, with the Jonathan school shooting, where they just, like, moved an episode and had to put it at the end. Mm. But because of the way this episode starts... Mm-hmm. I don't believe no that's way. the case. There's no and way. the episode starts immediately after last episode, which also makes zero sense. Yeah. Riley needs to be in surgery, <laughs> fixing his chest, not in the debriefing. He needs to be looking for more chips within his body. <laughs> yes. He needs to have a fucking uh, uh, metal detector wand. But anyway, so Xander gets in the driver's Where's seat. Where's Spike in the real world? Where did they leave him? Did they just drop him off somewhere? Uh, uh, like, if no. this is the night of, he just saved them. They all left together. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Dude, Vance. <laughs> Sorry, I just... that uh, I didn't I'm think so- about it when I was watching the episode, so just my mind is still I'm, focused on it. I'm just happy that we're on the same page about this. Because, like, I, I will say this. Of- I will say this. I don't necessarily like this episode nor think it needs to be there besides like the 15 minutes of it that's setting up for next season but i do think i like this one more than the other dream sequency ones that we've had just because this one has more interesting randomness in it like the cheese guy yeah yeah and some of the gile stuff and like the riley stuff later was funny yeah but like as a whole no well, I just what I don't like about it is what we just talked about. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's hammered at home. Like we get it. Like we are. I thought we already resolved this. Yeah. This feels like you know? an extra episode because they were like, "Oh shit, we're supposed to do 22. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they they looked at looked down. They're like, "Oh fuck, yeah. oh, this is only episode 21. We just killed Adam though. <laughs> oh fuck. Yeah. Uh oh, damn it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and then." Uh, we was like you know what? i got an idea let me just play around for an episode yeah yeah <laughs> like, guys don't worry james a contner and david <laughs> furrier shouldn't like fuck joss <laughs> just don't worry about it um so yeah xander gets into the driver's seat and anya's there in the passenger seat and she's like hey you know where you're going how do you know where you're going Xander's like ah, i'll figure it out and Anya yeah. starts to be like, you know what? I'm thinking of I, I might want to get back into being a vengeance demon. I miss being a vengeance demon. And Xander's like, don't do that. That's not cool. And then Xander she treats tur- it like she's like, oh, you don't want me to have a hobby? And he's like, yeah. not that one. Yeah. <laughs> and then so Xander turns around to look into the back of the ice cream truck. Wait, and- before you say that, I just want to state that. Anya can't just become a vengeance demon again. We saw mm-hmm. an episode where she tried to, and the guy said no. And then she tried to do it herself and brought Vamp Willow into the world. Yeah. There's no just like, I'm going to go back to being a vengeance demon. I don't think Xander knows that. Though. No, I'm just saying, I'm just stating that for. Yeah, for. Yeah. If that's something that they even are trying to reset up for her, I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. So Xander turns around and Willow and Tara are in the back of the ice cream truck and they're like dressed all sexy like. 
and Xander's <laughs> looking at him like, what's up? And they're like, hey, you want to come back here? And they're like flirting. Willow's like grabbing Tara's leg. Caressing like her handsy. leg. Yeah. I was like, they're oh, handsy. they're doing it. And then so Xander's like, I don't know. Uh, and then Xander's just watching. And then Willow and Tara just start off screen making out heavy petting. And you just see Xander's wide eyed expression like, oh, my God, this is so freaking hot. We still have so much more Xander stuff to go. Yeah. <laughs> and then Anya sees Xander and Anya's like, oh, just go in the back with them. And Xander's like, no, I don't I don't need to go in the back. Babe, no, I'm not going to do that. And she's like, no, go for it. Just I'll, I'll take the wheel or I'll, I'll take over driving. And he's like, are you sure you know how to? And Anya goes, yeah, I can steer by just gesturing emphatically. And Xander's like, okay, that sounds true enough. And that was one of those things where it felt like a meta TV thing, a yeah, meta like movie with the green thing. screen, yeah. But it's also not it's not dream logic; it's TV logic. Yeah. So, yeah. so Xander goes to go to the back of the ice cream truck, and he has to climb through some stuff. And when he climbs through it, he ends up back in his basement apartment thing. Now, one thing that I will say that I did love about this episode is transitions. these transitions. Yeah. They're fantastic. Yeah. It's super cool. I don't know if it's all like real, like that's how the set is built. Yeah. But the way that they do this stuff is like really cool. Yeah. I mean, that's how the set. Yeah. These are just like sets, like especially in the Giles one where he walks from like a crypt into the um, yeah the bronze or whatever it's like it's one of those things that like really like if you've ever been on a set it's like oh yeah that's like literally next to it yeah <laughs> like giles's house is like next to like buffy's dorm room you know so it's like <laughs> you're like oh yeah. that really ruins the <laughs> illusion when you say, it was yeah. cool that they yeah. like figured a way to like incorporate it in like yeah. this dream sequence because it does like it is trippy yeah but uh, so, yeah, Xander's back in his uh, basement. Willow and Tara are gone. And he's like, wait, babes, where'd babes go? And then the, the upstairs door is rattling again. And Xander's like, I fucking told you, you don't come down here. And he turns around. And then the cheese guy from Willow's dream is in Xander's dream as well. And he's like, I got some cheese for you. And Xander's like, what he the hell? He says cheese slices won't protect you. Yeah. I, I, I made sure to write down everyone. <laughs> Thank God you did. Because I was like, this this is running. This is going to be a running gag. He shows up four times as reference five. Yeah. yeah. So Xander's like, all right, well, I'm leaving. I'm, and so Xander leaves, and now he's in the college hallway, and he sees Giles there. And everything is, like, colored green or blue. I, I don't quite remember. Everything's discolored. But Giles is like, oh, hey, Xander, uh, nice to see you here. Uh did you know that there is a demon after us and after you because of what we did? And then Xander's like, what this is the first talking? time we're getting information. Yeah. <laughs> like of what might actually be happening. Yeah. Well, I mean, Tara did say like something's coming to punish you, I guess. I guess she did say that. But then I was still at that point. I was still thinking Tara. This was going to be an episode about Tara's reveal. Yeah. So I wasn't so locked in. Same. Yeah. Um, so Xander's like, what? There's a demon coming. Like, what's what kind of demon? What? How do we fight it? And then Jao says, 
Xander, your life depends on what I'm about to tell you. And then start speaking French. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that, that's hilarious. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The episode has some good, like, randomness in it. Yeah. yeah. And Xander's like, why are you talking? Why are you speaking? I don't understand French. And then Anya shows up. She's like, Xander. And he's like, Anya, what's going on? And then Anya starts speaking French. Mm-hmm. And then, and it's that uh, dubbed in French too. Yes, like, it's really nice. Like they're not just speaking it; it's like uh, added in like a dub. Yeah. yeah. And then so Anya and Giles just start dragging Xander somewhere, and they're like, oh, "You gotta come with us." And Xander's like, "Where are we going? Where are we going?" And then they drag him to the jungle, like he was in the movie that they were just watching. Which was definitely not Apocalypse Now, but we'll say it's Apocalypse <laughs> Now. And he's walking through the jungle, and then he ends up in a prison. And he's, like, shoved on his knees. And Principal Snyder is there, and he's asking him questions about, like, I don't remember. And this is a scene from Apocalypse Now, and it's referenced in uh, with Jay Peterman and Seinfeld when Elaine has to go and get him to sign off on something, like going into the jungle and you meet up with this like crazy person i think it was played by marlon Brand. i don't know i I never saw the movie but i know of this scene yeah either it's charlie i don't know it's somebody (laughs) yeah so martin uh, i don't know principal snyder's there and he's asking him questions and he tells him that that he and all of his friends smell like decay and like you're gonna get punished and xander's like look man i'm just trying to meet up with willow and tara and possibly buffy's mom (laughs) And there's a reference to him saying that he's a comfortador. Yeah. Uh, because I think when he was he's, flirting with Buffy, there was a conquistador. And she's like, he was really flirting with Buffy's mom. mom. Buffy's mom. And she's like, yeah. oh, yeah, you're a conquistador. And he's like, oh, I'm just more of a comforter. And she's like, oh, a comfortador or something like mm-hmm. that. There's something that gets called back here. But I got to yeah. say, Principal Snyder, great, great cameo. Great. Oh, loved, loved having that him guy. back. <laughs> loved having that him guy. back. I mean, even like I wish he was scene, in more of this. I wish he was in more seen, of this episode. Yeah. In this scene where he's like being kind of a creepy, like menacing guy, I was like, this works. This guy's a great actor. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he tells uh Xander's like, hey, your time is running out. Mm-hmm. And he tells Xander that he's a whipping boy raised by mongrels, and he's been sat upon a sacrificial stone. And Xander's like, you know what? I don't need to take this. I'm gonna stand up. <laughs> I'm gonna leave. <laughs> and so he just does that and he leaves. And then he opens a door and then he's outside of Giles's house. And then this is where the demon that was in Willow's dream, the presence, the evil, malevolent presence that's been lurking, follows Xander through Giles's house, through the college hallways, through Buffy's dorm, and then back into Xander's basement, where he hears the door rattling again. And he's like, I'm not afraid of what's up there. Come on down. And the door opens and it's Xander's dad. And his dad comes downstairs and he's like, why are you always hiding us? Why are why don't you like let us into your life? Are you ashamed of us? Are you ashamed of us? And then the dad turns into like the demon, I guess, and rips Xander's heart out. Yeah. Um, he does a Kano heart rebound. Um, yeah. Uh, what a weird way to introduce Xander's dad. Yeah. Because like we've, we've never seen his parents before. We've never seen his parents. We've only been referenced to them 
Yeah. And like the Being family like, issues and him sleeping, him camping outside during like Thanksgiving or Christmas or something. I think it was, I think Christmas. It was Christmas. Yeah. Which is real crazy. I think we mentioned it during that episode. There's vampires. You're camping outside. <laughs> they don't need to be invited into. You don't need to be invited into a tent. Yeah. <laughs> and it's winter. Even though it's California. It's still a little well, chilly. It was that. I think it, that was in the amends episode where it yeah. starts snowing. Yeah. The controversial amends episode. <laughs> a lot of opinions on the amends. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how. Is that, I guess it's controversial. I forget about. I forget the discourse that we had with that episode but, yeah uh, controversial it, for us i know it has f- been it was revived on uh discord recently <laughs> <laughs> if you like the episode you like the episode you know yeah no I, I, you know you're allowed to know. like what yeah. you like like what like I what you like was boring um <laughs> <laughs> and mopey yeah. but uh so yeah what a weird way to introduce his family because we yeah we heard like the issues, like yeah. they, there are a lot of like alcoholism, it seems like, and abuse mm-hmm. and stuff yeah. like that. So, yeah, Xander gets his heart ripped out. Yeah. So then we, and, so it's like, okay, he's dead. <laughs> like, it, what, do we got nightmare on Elm Street rules? What's going on? <laughs> you die in the dream. You die in real life. No, it's just, it's just an annoyance. Yeah. So we go back to the Scooby gang, like in Buffy's house. And now Willow's choking. Xander's got his heart ripped out. He's got a big chest wound. And then we zoom on over to Giles's dream. He'll heal up just like Riley did. (laughs) (laughs) Xander has a debrief to get to. He can't. I don't have time to deal with this. I'll just heal up. I'm healed. Just tape it up. I'm ready to go. I got a, I got a three-hour debriefing. Don't worry. We got any duct tape. <laughs> and it's going to happen at midnight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, God. So let's venture on over to Giles's dreamland now. And Giles's dream starts with him hypnotizing Buffy with his little pocket watch. And Buffy starts laughing at him because he's like, ha, 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 you, what? you don't have any power over me. Wait, um, is hypnotizing a part of the Watcher Slayer relationship? I don't I, think so. Because that's creepy. Wait, didn't he hypnotize her when he injected her with the yeah. Uh, yeah, anti-slayer s- serum or whatever? Yeah, he had her stare at like some stone or whatever. And, like, yeah, yeah, that yeah, would yeah. the stone her. within the stone. But he says this is a way for for women and men to behave as they had in the past or something. Uh, or have behaved for all time. And yeah. it's like this really weird sentiment of him hypnotizing this girl and being like, you will be subservient to me. Like, yeah. All right. That yeah. doesn't seem like the relationship that we've been building, but okay. Well, I think that's how he wanted the relationship to be or how he thought it should be. Because or how like, hey, I'm your watcher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but it seems like towards the end of this dream, it's also like, well, that's the way it should be, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Little, I, don't I don't know. So Buffy laughs at him and then we... Quick cut to Giles walking through a graveyard where there's like a little carnival and he's got like a little stroller and he's walking with Olivia mm-hmm. and Buffy's dressed up like a little girl and acting like a little girl. And she's like, Giles, Giles I want to go over here and, and do this vampire carnival thing. 
It's like, and it's a vampire like, come slay me. This, the watcher, <laughs> it's like how they say the Catholic church, like, leads to like, you know, pedophiles joining it because of like the whole altar boy setup thing. It's mm-hmm. like, if you like young girls, like you would be drawn to the watcher. Like if you were like a nerdy book reader and you're like, oh man, I can't wait to get my watcher one day. <laughs> All of these like pervy watchers should be pissed off at Giles because they're like, we got to get rid of this one. I want my own Slayer. Like, yeah. Like one of them's like, so what does she look like? You got any pics of this Buffy tree? <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand how Giles was never invited to any of the retreats. He has yeah. the Slayer. How yeah, would you dude. not? How would you not just have him there to hear stories? It's so insane to me. And that was like two seasons ago. Yeah, yeah. And we also didn't we didn't address Amy the Rat at all in this episode, which I mentioned last episode was going to piss me off. Yep, <laughs> they're, they're doing magical spells, and she stole a rat. <laughs> Dude, they brought back the, they they're unleashing godlike like, powers onto the world and this girl is still a rat. Oh man, I just Dude, sometimes by mistake they're unleashing godlike power. They're like just fucking like Xander opened a book and made it catch fire by mistake just reading like three words. Yeah. Turn her back into a humanist radicus. Done. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> Willow, your girlfriend is a witch, too. You guys can figure it out. Like, put your heads together, dude. Stop painting on her. <laughs> is anybody looking for this girl? Is her dad wondering where she went? Dude. It's been two years of Amy. It's definitely not the mom. The mom is a fucking melted down. <laughs> the mom is gone. Dude. It's where Riley used to put his, like, cell phone. <laughs> so he hangs up his hat after yeah. a hard day of initiativing. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. But anyway, yeah. So it's now we're into the relationship of Giles being like Buffy's father figure caretaker thing. And Buffy goes over this carnival attraction and she just like throws a ball at this vampire. And the vampire's like, oh, you staked me. And Buffy turns to Giles. And she's like, is that good? And Giles is like, yeah, that's great. Then Buffy turns around and then she has, and then Giles is like, oh, don't do that. You're going to get it all over your face. And Buffy turns around. She has a bunch of like clay all over her face. And it's like, what? <laughs> I mean, I get it later. Yeah. But I was like, what are you? Yeah, during the scene where he's throwing the ball, it's like she's throwing it light and he's like, you're the slayer. Do better. And yeah. Olivia's like, oh, don't be so harsh on her. He's like, I have to. I'm a watcher. <laughs> I have to tell a girl what to do with her powers. Um, and then she hits him with the ball and he falls over. It's, yeah. Yeah. So then Spike shows up and he beckons to Giles and, and company. He's like, hey, guys, come on over to this tomb. Come on over into this tomb. And Giles is like, oh, okay. So they go over to the tomb and Spike is in the tomb. And he's like, hey, check this out. I hired myself out to be an attraction at this carnival. And he's in black and white and he just starts posing. Mm-hmm. And there's a like 10, 15 people around him just like taking pictures. Yeah. And Giles is like, great. Good for you, man. Like, and he's in color. Like anytime they go back to Spike. Yeah. Spike's white. in black and white. And then uh, Giles and company. Remaster issue. Color. 
<laughs> I love that Giles like, oh yeah, you're just like sideshow freak. He's like, ah, uh, showbiz. At least yeah. I'm in the biz. Yeah. So then we go back and Olivia's like on top of a little grave and she's crying. The 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 stroller has been turned over. And uh the cheese guy's there and he's wearing the cheese now. His line is, I wear the cheese, the cheese doesn't wear me. <laughs> what do you think the symbolism of Spike being in black and white is? I, I don't know. Oh, there's a line where like, where, where Giles is like, oh, I should have had Buffy. I should have let Buffy stake you. Yeah. And my thought was like, you guys can all stake him. Yeah, he's a powerless. Like, like you don't have to be like Buffy, stake him. Just do it. You've killed a yeah. vampire before. Yeah. I, like, I mean, I like Spike around mm-hmm. for people listening. It's just he has, they set it up where he had a reason because of the chip. And they're mm-hmm. going to team up and fight demons and find a purpose. Just like everybody in this show is trying to find a purpose freshman mm-hmm. year of college. Um, and instead, they're like, nah, he's still bad, which I'm fine with. He still has like his bad streak, mm-hmm. but then they make him do really, really bad stuff. Yeah, like yeah, he the, betrays them hard. Yeah, to the and point then where they're like, "Oh, you scamp!" Pimp. <laughs> Thanks for accidentally saving us at the end. We'll let you live again. Yeah, they also could have just let him kill himself, dude. That was like twelve episodes ago, yeah. too. Like, uh, yeah. um. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that he's in black and white because Giles used to think of vampires as black and white, like good and evil. Uh, Vampires are evil or some shit. And Spike is just some kind of sideshow weirdo because he's in this uh, little space between good and evil where it's like he's still bad, but he can't harm. But he's like part of the gang, but not really. That's my I'll go. I'll say that's that's my analysis. That's a deep thought. That's deep. I'll go with that. Yeah. I don't know why Olivia's crying. I guess yeah. the stroller's pushed because over because the Buffy's baby. not his child. Or the stroller anymore. was, they had another baby. Was the stroller empty? I think so. Okay. Yeah, I, I saw the stroller push, but yeah. I assume that it was like yeah, him for pushing her, Buffy around. around. And then he was like, oh, I'm your father figure. And now she's out on her own and she yeah. doesn't really need him. And like he's, yeah, yeah. they're lamenting that. Yeah. Um, yeah, you plumb the depths with that one. Sure. <laughs> so Giles walks into the bronze now, and Willow and Xander are there on his couch, and they're doing research. And Giles is like, what are you doing? And Xander has his giant chest wound. And Anya's on stage, and she's doing stand-up and bombing. And you she have, doesn't... You have to rate her stand-up. You know, you're the expert. <laughs> her stand-up's trash. <laughs> She gets uh, some laughs though. In Dream World, <laughs> in her dream, she gets. <laughs> I. So it seemed like in Xander's dream that she was trying to look for a purpose thing too. Like she was bored, right? Yeah. Why did stand up seem to be the thing that she? <laughs> well, this is Giles's dream. Yeah, yeah. But I'm gonna. But. Okay, so you're saying I don't know, because everyone has the cheese guy. Yeah. So the dreams are all interconnected. Yeah. So they're not just like, oh, this is his dream. This is happening because of his thought. Like some stuff is. 
But it seems like the Anya thing is also something that is spread throughout. Okay. So I'm yeah, wondering. I <laughs> I'm wondering. Well, why. Anya wasn't in Willows, was she? No, she wasn't she in was Willows, in and Xander's. she's not. In, yeah, she's in Xander's and Giles. I guess if I were to psychoanalyze Xander's ver- version of Anya, it's like she's cool for right now, but he really wants to just like go out and whore about. And if I were to psychoanalyze Anya and Giles' dream, it's that Giles sees Anya as like this joke person and he doesn't find her funny, but everybody else does. And he's like, why are we still hanging out with Anya? Like, cause he's, he was annoyed by her like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like an episode enough. or two ago where he's like, I'm fucking tired of your snide remarks. Yeah. And it's like, why are we putting up with her? So. That's my psychoanalysis of what Giles and how he sees Anya. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and then Willow. Giles and... is the reason she's the way she is now, right? Yeah. In the Wish episode, he... But we don't need to revisit the Wish episode. <laughs> we don't need to revisit that. <laughs> the, listener, the listener should just revisit that in the <laughs> beginning of the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, but yeah, I think that he's the one that like puts an end to her wish universe. Yeah, he does. But then did she lose powers immediately? Whatever, whatever. Yeah, you're right. Let's just move on. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Willow then says to Giles, and she's like, "Hey, this is all your fault because something is after all of us." Referencing this like demon that's lurking all around, mm-hmm. and Willow asks, "Uh." Giles for an explanation like why is this thing coming after us you you need to explain it and then Giles is like I'll explain it in the form of a song <laughs> bro they found out he did music and they bro <laughs> they're like you can sing type 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 he has like a whole musical number here like he just like goes he starts singing about Buffy and he's like the Bell that we cast with Buffy must have released some primeval evil that's come back and it's seeking a vengeance. And I've got to warn Buffy. <laughs> and like the whole crowd, oh, thank you, thank you. The whole crowd has their lighters out and stuff. And <laughs> Willow and Xander are still researching, they got their lighters up. And then the music just stops. And then Giles like falls over and he grabs the mic cord and he starts following the mic cord to like, where is this mic cord going? It wasn't even plugged in. (laughs) (laughs) And the mic cord goes behind stage, like backstage behind like these curtains. And at the end of the cord, it's like all this tangled stuff. Everything's all tangled up and fucked up. But he finds his pocket watch because he's a watcher. (laughs) (laughs) And the evil looming presence lurks behind him. And he's like, I know what you are. I know what you want. I know what you've come here for. I know what you are. And uh, this evil presence just starts scalping him. Yeah, and we see this very thick blood coming down his face. Yeah. Um, and he's like, ah, you didn't have a watcher. Yeah. And I'm like, all right. Yeah. So that's Giles' dream. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, wait. Okay, so now we go to the final dream, and it's Buffy's dream. Yeah. And Anya's in this one. Mm-hmm. Anya's oh, yeah. the she person. Is yeah. She Yeah, she's waking Buffy up because uh, Anya is in Willow's bed, mm-hmm. maybe symbolizing that how uh, Anya's replaced Willow in the gang because Xander wants to hook up with Anya. I don't know. That one might be a stretch. <laughs> yeah, that's, this felt like Anya understands what's happening because she's so ancient. Because they 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 vacillate between her being knowledgeable and her being clueless a lot in this show. Where I'm, yeah. I like her being knowledgeable because she's been around for so long. Yeah. And being powerless and knowledgeable. Like, it's like being Buffy without the powers. Like, she knows everything. All this stuff about demons, about where they come from, all this stuff, but she can't do anything. Yeah, yeah, that's my favorite version of Anya. Like, yeah, knowledgeable, but still like cold and brutal. More like, oh, that's the ascension. I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, that's realistic. She's like, like you're, I, you're all gonna die. I'm going yeah. to. I'm hopping on a bus. See ya. Yeah. Have fun. Yeah. Like, and her being in this dream, being like, I don't know why I'm mentally trapped in here, but I know that this is because of some weird shit that you guys did. Yeah. Yeah. And Buffy's like, I don't want to wake up. And I was like, no, you have to wake up. Wake up right now. You have to do it. And Buffy's like, ah. And Buffy's laying on her side and she rolls over on her back and ding, 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 ding. the demon's right above. Her. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then Buffy actually shoots and wakes up in her bed at home and she gets out of that bed. Because Tara's there and the bed's all disheveled. And she says to Tara, oh, Faith and I just made that bed. Which is a reference to like a couple episodes ago. That's when I like perked up. I was like, whoa, what's going on now? Yeah. Now I was like interested. (laughs) Yeah. That's when I was like, okay, are we going to get some answers about some stuff? (laughs) I'm like, how Um, does Tara know? What is Tara doing here? I was like, this is going to be interesting. Well, remember when they made the bed Last time mm-hmm. they were talking about like we gotta get it ready, mm-hmm. and then Buffy's like, "For who?" Here, Tara's like, when Buffy's like, "Faith and I just made that bed," and Tara, Tara's there, and Tara goes, "For who?" Mm-hmm. I thought, and then Buffy's like, "I thought you were here to tell me," and then Tara says, "Buffy." Well, in the original, it's like little sis is coming or something. Yeah, 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 little yeah. sis. Yes, yeah, you're right. Uh, great callback, great memory on on the events. Yeah, maybe it's uh, a character that I know that shows up in the show at some point. <laughs> maybe <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah. But uh, Tara says, I don't know. My note here says Tara says that Buffy lost them, and Buffy's yeah. like, I think I need to find the rest of the gang. And then Tara gives her the Manus Tarot card. Yeah, and she's like, I'm not going to use this. I think I rewound, rewound that section because I like was writing down something and I looked back up and I was like, is that something? Is that something I'm going to need to know? And it's just what, a tarot, the tarot card. card? The yeah, it's just. Well, it was one of the cards that they used to awaken the spirit in the last episode. Okay. Man, I really did not pay that much attention to that. <laughs> that, <laughs> that chanting. Yeah. The Someone on Discord posted the whole like verbatim what the spell is. And, yeah. Uh, yeah yeah it's one of the it was three tarot cards i think manus is the hand which is the hand of like an animal is what they uh awaken or whatever mm-hmm. and buffy's like yeah i'm never gonna use that 
And Tara says, oh, you think that you're not going to use it? You haven't even begun. You haven't even begun your journey. And it's like... (laughs) (laughs) We're four seasons then. (laughs) Puffy's like, I've been doing this for fucking five years now. (laughs) What do you mean? (sighs) So Buffy's like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm out. I'm leaving. She goes and she walks around the college hallways and she just goes up to some random guy and she's like, have you seen my friends? <laughs> Yo, this guy was my best. He was just like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then so she keeps walking and she sees a hole in the wall and she's like, huh, that's weird. And then Joyce pops up out of the hole in the wall mm-hmm. and Buffy's like, mom, what are you doing in there? Why are you living in the wall? And Joyce is like, I'm fine here. Don't worry about me. I'm cool. And Buffy's like, I don't think you should be living there. Oh, but it's fine for Riley. (laughs) (laughs) It's not good enough for Joyce, but it's fine for Riley to be living at the Burt Down School. (laughs) And then Joyce is like, oh, it's fine. Don't worry about me. I'm doing fine here. Just go on and you have your adventures. And then she starts like shaking and Buffy's like, what's going on? And the mom is like, it's just a mouse on my knees. And Buffy's like, okay. <laughs> he be trying to get some help. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so then Buffy's like, okay, well, if you're okay living there. And then Joyce is like, well, I mean, if you were able to, like, you know, bust down the wall and let me out, like, that'd be cool. And Buffy's like, nah, I got to go find Riley. And she just well, she, walks away. She looks and sees Xander going up the stairs. And then oh, she is that what happens? It, yeah, Xander's like, I was like, why is Xander walking up the stairs? Um, and that's really like him for this. Um, and he doesn't like he's just looking around and walks up the stairs. But then I don't understand what the reference of the mom being like, well, if you could help me. I think this here we go. Joe psychoanalyzing this yeah. is that Joyce is in a completely like separate place. She doesn't know anything that's going on in Buffy's life right now. Mm-hmm. And she's like been walled off, I guess. Mm-hmm. And Buffy's like keeping secrets. Like, you know, we opened the episode with Joyce yeah. being like, well, I finally met Riley. Like, and, you know, that was part of like what Faith was ragging Joyce about, about like mm-hmm. Buffy hasn't called, Buffy hasn't been home. So Joyce is in this like place in Buffy's yeah. mind where it's like she's been walled off and Joyce wants to be a part of it. So she's like, hey, if you could actually like break down this wall, that'd be cool. And we could like be a part of each other's lives again and Buffy's like nah I'm out deuces yeah um yeah it's always it's like that should be an episode in itself yeah as opposed to because last time they talked about it it was when she like flew through the window and saved her mom's life from Faith who was about to kill her so it's like it was there but then like hey mom I switched bodies with someone uh the military I just fought the whole military and a whole bunch of demons (laughs) like yeah. It's one of those things where, like, you can kind of get the mom thing, but, like, do you really want to know this? Well, to be fair, it seems it does in this scene mm-hmm. and in the season as a whole. It yeah, seems yeah. like Joyce is fine with, like, not really knowing. Because when Faith was taunting her about, like, Buffy hasn't been home, Joyce is like, I don't really get that much of a fuck. <laughs> but, then like they, when, but, the, but then the episode after that, she was like, hey, we should spend some time together. And it gives yeah, Buffy a hug. Yeah. Faith, Faith the hug. Which one? Fuffy. Yeah, yeah Fuffy. It was Fuffy. Faith in Buffy's body. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. 
so it does seem like Joyce is like trying to reach out and like, hey, I want to be a part of my yeah, daughter's yeah, life. Or I, I, I accept your psychoanalysis of the situation. So Buffy walks away and she... Well, Buffy doesn't give a fuck. No, Buffy, <laughs> Buffy could not care less. She's got more important things yeah. to uh, attend to, like that dick she's riding, which uh, she fucking walks away and finds Riley at a meeting in like the initiative's office. Mm-hmm. And Buffy's like, Riley... What's happening? How the debrief? Is this the debrief? And Raz like the debrief has been done for hours, babe. Guess what? I'm now the Surgeon General, and I'm drawing up a plan for world domination. I was <laughs> loving this stuff right here, like this this Riley being like kind of funny and jokey, like yeah, put him in a dumb, over the top spy comedy. Yes, and yeah. Um, and interestingly, like Riley sitting across from this like mystery figure, yeah. like I knew just exactly a, who it was. See, I yeah. didn't know who it yeah. was, but when it finally got a close up of him, I was like, oh shit. Uh, so he's like, I got, I'm coming up for a plan with, for, uh, I'm coming up with a plan for world domination. And Buffy's like, that doesn't really sound like you. That doesn't sound like what you shouldn't be doing. And then Riley's like, oh no, it's going to be sick. The key element of my plan for world domination is coffee makers that think. And then it like zooms under the table too. And he's got a gun on the table and it's like, Oh, he's like not fucking around. He's got this gun. Like he's a dangerous fellow. Mm -hmm. And then it cuts across the table to a close up of who Riley's sitting with. And it is Adam with no makeup. Mm hmm. And I was like, well, th- this is interesting. Yeah. Because, like, there's all these references of, like, Adam and uh, Riley being brothers and everything. And now <laughs> it's, like, in Buffy's mind, Scape, like, they're working together and they're, they are tied together and, you know, all this shit. Yeah. And uh, this Adam is, like, fun. Like, yeah, yeah, I didn't look great. him up. I didn't figure out who the actor was or if he's anything else. But, yeah, I was like, oh, good for him. He gets, like, some screen time without, like... Yeah, all oh, the horrible prosthetics and makeup. <laughs> yeah. But then it cuts back to Buffy, and Buffy's confused. She's like, I don't like where this is going. And the demon, the looming evil presence that has been in everyone's dream, uh, is lurking behind Buffy. And then there's an announcement over the intercom that the demons have escaped and everyone should run for their lives. And Riley and Adam get up, and they're like, we got to go hide. Let's go make a pillow fort. Well, the line is, Riley goes, better make a fort. And Adam goes, I'll get the pillows. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that is so good. That is so funny. It's like it's like the perfect setup payoff joke. Um, yeah. And then it also has the, like, we're brothers. But mm-hmm. it's military, but also, like, young. I don't mm-hmm. know. It has, like, it's very simple, but it, I really liked it. Yeah. So they run off and Buffy is there and she's like, well, don't worry. I guess I'll have to do my own goddamn vampire slaying shit. I have this bag of weapons. She goes to open the bag of weapons and there's nothing in there except for the clay or slime or whatever that I decided to call it mud. Okay. I said mud in the first one and then I adjusted here to say slime. Because it's gray. I will say it did take me a while to decide on just calling it mud based yeah. off of like when our hands are in it. I'm like, it's not cement. It's yeah. not 
paste. It's not <laughs> gruel. Like, yeah, but because it's... she put it on her face, I was like, all right, I'm just going to go mud. But it could be clay. Clay mm-hmm. mask. I don't know. So she digs into the bag with the mud and she starts rubbing it on her face, reminiscent of uh, what Giles was dreaming about. And then she is like putting it on and then Riley shows up in like normal guy clothes and he's not like corporate initiative Riley anymore. And he's like, hey, why aren't you looking for your friends? And and also he keeps calling Buffy killer. Mm hmm. He's like, hey, what's up, killer? And then here he's like, why aren't you looking for your friends? And Buffy's like, what? And then he goes, okay, killer, guess you're on your own. And then he leaves. And then Buffy starts to like walk away and she walks into the desert. Mm-hmm. And then Tara's there in a pretty fucking, here, Joe's Fashion Corner here. Pretty dope pink outfit. Looks really cool. Looks very genie-ish. Is Tara a genie? Yeah, that, he's on her Aladdin. <laughs> Yeah, she's in her I Dream a Genie yeah, getup. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've, I've I've realized what it is about Tara. Like she's very fidgety. Mm, she's okay. like very, and sometimes like she moves with. Sometimes when she's talking, her like head moves, like and different than like the words she's saying. You know what I mean? Like she's yeah. just kind of moving, but saying something that's not like. It's like a body language that doesn't match up with what's being said. Sometimes for me. Um, I think you hit it on the head like a long time ago when you said that she has like sleepy eyes. Like yeah. she just looks sleepy all the time. Well, it's a sleepy eye look, but like with the like a gape mouth yeah. too, where it's like yeah. she's like, like where you're like, what? And yeah. you're like frozen <laughs> in that, like, what? What? So that's why I'm like, is she like a stoner? Because it seems, <laughs> it seems like that like 90s, 2000s stoner vibe. I was like, what is happening? Wait, so. <laughs> but she wait, just so, woke up. <laughs> wait, so Spike's a vampire you're friends with? And, <laughs> wait, so. Wait, you're dating a, a soldier guy? Initiative? Wait, wait, Riley? <laughs> <laughs> you, you used to date a fucking vampire? Wait, Giles is a librarian? <laughs> Willow, get over here. <laughs> Willow, pay my back, Willow. <laughs> I got a kitten. Oh, the kitten close-ups. The slow-mo kitten close-ups in that first dream. <laughs> yeah. That was something. Yeah. Yeah. So, you think that's the same cat? You think that's the same cat from the fucking Faith and Buffy dream? That Faith was turning into? Uh, Is that the oh, same cat? Did we just stumble on it? I don't know. Is the character that you know is going to happen, is her name Cat? I don't know the character's name. I just know the uh, actress that plays her. But uh, but we are tying something together. That cat is a cat is it, thing. Is that the same cat? <laughs> Dude, we're stu- I feel no, dumb with that cat. Shit. I don't feel dumb at all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Like when they do stuff like that, if I get it, I get it. If I don't, I don't. And then when they reveal yeah. it, I go, hmm, did it work or did it not work? Uh, it's definitely not the same cat because that was a no, yeah, grayish, yeah. older cat. Yeah, um, it had. It, yeah, yeah. But uh, so yeah, Buffy walks into the desert. She meets up with Tara, and she's like, "Tara, why are you here? Why are you in my dream?" And Tara's like, "Am I in your dream, bro? <laughs> or are you fucking just going crazy? I'm not in your dream. I'm just a conduit. I've been borrowed to speak for her." pronoun game 
Sorry, I just dropped something, everybody. <laughs> Pronoun game. Yeah. She's speaking for her, and then the evil lurking presence that's been stalking everybody in their dreams comes up behind Buffy. And it has no speech, and it has no name, and it, and it lives in the action of death, the blood cry, the penetrating wound. She is destruction. She is the first slayer. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's really was my reaction. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, so and... does this mean every slayer that dies just lives on a... Uh, it's just like the... Uh, uh, the soul plane of like uh not not soul plane but like the soul the, plane <laughs> <laughs> the, uh what is it in uh like black panther yeah what is that um, the ethereal plane or yeah i'm not sure god what is that called or is it like you know in star wars where it's like hey i remember in the last one where it was like i am all the jedi and i am all the sith or whatever mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i don't know uh, um but yeah like what happened I don't know. Like, she's died already. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I will say, like, uh, so the first Slayer has had all this, like, face painting on stuff. Mm-hmm. And Buffy using that mud to paint her face is like, oh, I'm borrowing the first Slayer's power. I guess that's mm-hmm. symbolism there. She's like, oh, I'm going to invoke this spirit. Yeah. So the first Slayer is there, and she's, like, telling, you know buffy like you're not supposed to have friends i didn't have friends i did this all alone why are you doing this alone this is bullshit you're supposed to be alone and buffy's like i'm not alone i have all my friends my i want my friends back because my friends have my back and then the slayer's like you don't have any friends no one loves you only i love you and we are all alone and then the cheese guy shows up what does the cheese guy say here uh the cheese guy just shows up and he dangles two slices of cheese. He doesn't okay. say anything. Um, there's a part where there's like a lot, like she pulls out the photo, but it's like a live photo. It's like, yeah, they like crop them all asleep on the, yeah. yeah. Um, and at one point Buffy's like, no, I am me. I, I shop, I sneeze. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm just like, I'm just like, okay, so Tara, like, are we going to address this Tara situation, Buffy? Well, that's what I was like. This was all, I thought it was all leading up to a Tara reveal, and it's not. Yeah. yeah. Tara is just like a red herring for the first Slayer. Why did she need to go through Tara to do this? No clue. Yeah. Maybe because Tara's the first witch? You know what also sucks? <laughs> is that we've done the thing... We're separating the friends, right? Mm-hmm. We've done that. Mm-hmm. And now we're doing it again. Yeah. But we just, we literally just did this like two episodes ago. Yes. Yes. So Buffy and the first Slayer start fighting. Uh, they're having a tussle. I noted that at one point, Buffy punches the first Slayer in the crotch. <laughs> Oh. I was like, what the hell was that? Wait, when does she fight Tara? Oh. Don't they fight? Do they fight? I don't think they I fight. Thought, I thought she started fighting Tara at some point, but I guess she's fighting the first... Is she fighting the first Slayer? Eh, maybe. I don't know. I don't remember her. I don't have anything in my notes about her. Right. Yeah. Well, I could be wrong. 
But uh, yeah, they start fighting, and then Buffy is like screaming in the first Slayer's face, like, hey, we don't do it like we used to anymore. Right? Just because you did it all alone doesn't mean that we're doing it like that today, all right? We've upgraded. We got friends. We got allies. And they start tumbling down this giant mountain. And then Buffy, somebody screams enough. I just have enough written in all caps in my in my notes. Well, they tumble down. They end up at the uh, back at her house. Yeah. The Slayer's on top of her. And she's like trying to stab her. Mm -hmm. And she's just like, enough of this. And like, yeah. are you done or whatever? Yeah. And it seems like Buffy, I mean, there might be a little more to this, but like, it seems like Buffy could just tell the first Slayer, like, fuck off. And that's yeah. it. And basically, yeah, Buffy, she's like, just like how Buffy does all the time with everything. She's like, oh, the Watchers, I don't need to do this. Uh, first Slayer, I don't need to do this. Yeah. Are these consequences finally coming back? Doesn't yeah. seem like. And it's like, oh, wait, so the first Slayer can't even kill Buffy? It's just like, yeah. she's stabbing away and she's like, are you done? This isn't working. Get out of here. Yeah. And I think. Yeah. She gives her some hair care advice. Yeah, that was one of those ones where I was like, geez. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah and if you want to like be in the workforce, like I was just like, wait, what are we what what are we doing? Yeah. Like, are we shaming dreads and like Literally yeah. the 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 climax of this fight is Buffy being like, I'm just going to ignore you. Yeah, I'm just going to ignore you and you need to fix your hair, you ancient beast, if you want to work in the corporate America. Yeah, like, I was like, "What is happening?" Yeah. Um. So yeah, the threat was boring. Um. Yeah, and I think I have in my note terror warning. Warning. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, yeah, that was the spirit of the first Slayer, yep. who I guess killed people with stone tools in the desert. It was a cool looking knife. Yeah, it didn't look like it would kill a vampire, but sure. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't made of wood. <laughs> yeah. It's like uh, a rock knife. Yeah, Maybe she was just beheading up. them all. Because that's the one way to kill vampires, right? Yeah, I don't I don't know what time period this would have been. Um and if what came first, the slayer or the vampire, really? Ooh, chicken or the egg. Yeah. <laughs> um so we'll find out next season. <laughs> I love that Giles has known all about this for so long and we've never gotten a hint. Yeah, there's never like we've had so many random one off episodes and we've never done one where it's like, hey, this is where Slayers come from. Yeah. <laughs> so now the entire gang wakes up and they all sit around their table to debrief about all the joined dreams that they had. And then Giles is like, hey, maybe us joining with Buffy and the first Slayer and all the power of the Slayers, they they considered that like an affront to that power source or something. And they're all like, yeah, man, that was wild. We shouldn't have done that. And Joyce comes down and she's like, what's going on, guys? You guys are still awake? And they're like, yeah, we all had terrible simultaneous bad dreams and people in our dreams are trying to kill us. Yeah, and she's Joyce's like, like that sounds she's bad. Y'all want some hot chocolate? Yeah. <laughs> That's when Spike has to show up and be like, marshmallows. Yeah. <laughs> like, but, how are you going to reference hot chocolate and not have Spike in there? Yeah. But as soon as she's like, I want some hot chocolate, all of them are like, yeah, oh, yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great. Yeah. And then Xander's acting weird around her because he had a like a vaguely sex dream about her. He calls her Joyce and he's like, well, I mean, Buffy's mom. Hi, Buffy's mom. Yeah. So Xander's acting weird around the person he had a dream about. Giles acts completely normal about a person he slept with 
uh, and has not interacted with much and yeah. who he hangs out with daughter yeah like more than more than she does like true they, yeah just there would be something they gotta they got they needed to have a look a moment or like some awkwardness yeah, like they absolutely do yeah um yeah yeah so then uh joyce goes off to make the hot chocolate and then buffy starts being like huh well i never really thought about the first slayer and like that's crazy like how she must have gone through the world and how how wild it must have been to be that first slayer and i'm happy that i'm slaying now these days and i got all my friends or whatever and then she gets up starts to walk away she's like at least you guys didn't dream about that freaky guy with the cheese don't know where the hell that came from and then she walks away and then the rest of the gang looks up like we did all a dream about the guy with the cheese yep yep um yeah you go ahead so then Buffy walks upstairs. She looks in her room. She looks at the bed that she and Faith made and, and you know, all that shit. And then you just hear Tara's voice say, you think you know what's to come, what you are, who you are. You haven't even begun. And then Buffy looks concerned. That's and, my Tara warning. Okay, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, the fact that Tara is saying this should make Buffy be like, hey, Willow, what the yeah. fuck is the deal with your girl? <laughs> hey, Willow, have you ever asked Tara a single question about who she is or what she is and how she... Yeah, yeah, we got... She rides horses. Yeah. She has a cat. <laughs> D- delve a little deeper. <laughs> no, 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 not delve deeper into the nether realm. We all know you guys are doing <laughs> yeah. that in your nether regions. What is her deal? Yeah. <laughs> Who is she? Um, but yeah, that's the episode. I will say one thing I do like about this episode is that it sets up that they can't do what they did before again. Yeah. But at the end, they could do it again. And yeah. Bobby could just say, tell them to fuck off. Because I was yeah. like, once you unleash, like, hey, we could all just do a spell, turn in superpowers, like fight somebody and like stop bullets. Mm hmm. We can do this all the time. Now you need to be like, you can't do this. It upsets the balance. If you do it again, you'll destroy the world. Like something where you can't unlock the... It's a one-time use thing. Yeah. But the way this ends, it's just like, eh, it's the end of the episode. Buffy's tired of this. Get out of here first, Slayer. Fix your hair. And yeah. like, wait, wait. Oh, there's no... And then at the end of this run, the table, they're like, oh, man, I feel bad for the first Slayer. And... And Giles' idea is like, oh, the first layer never had a watcher. She never stood a chance. Like, wait, what? Yeah. Like, Buffy quit the watcher's council. You don't work as a watcher anymore. Like, what? But having watchers is what hurt the Slayer half the time because you guys kept him from having friends and people that could support him. Yeah. That's the only reason Buffy's still alive. That's the whole point of this season, this episode art, these last couple episodes. So, I don't know. I will say the uh, Wikipedia page says that the first Slayer's name is Sinea. Sinea? S-I-N-E-Y-A. Maybe she comes back. She has a blue link. So maybe we'll see her again. Maybe it'll be like there'll be some kind of thing where like they take away Buffy's Slayer power because she wasn't a front to the Slayerness. And she has, I I don't know. 
No, that won't happen because Faith keeps having Slayer's pop, prop, uh, like Slayer powers. Yeah, like if fair. anything, if anything, this first Slayer would be like, oh, I guess she just doesn't have a terror to jump into. Yeah, yeah. But it's like it's not even like Tara was in the room or anything. It's interesting that she's the vocal piece, you know. Yeah. Um, but that is it for season fucking. Uh, oh, Joe's gotten four. tired. Season four. It's just like this. I did a lot of psychoanalysis here, man. My brain hurts. <laughs> I said I may have said some smart things here, and that's that's a rarity for old Joey boy here. Um, but yeah, the next episode, Vance, is titled Buffy versus Dracula. <laughs> I like that title. Yeah, um, it's fun. I hope it's more of the like silliness. Yes, I hope it's silly. Uh, I hope it's a vampire that's a celebrity vampire. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So... Whose dream oh, yeah. did you we like the rank. best? Yeah, we should rank these dreams. Yeah, let's uh, rank the dreams. I think I like Giles is the best, maybe. I think I mean, so. Yeah. Xander's, Xander's long, and it has some stuff in it. I didn't like Willow's all that much. Yeah. I, would I go, like parts of Buffy's. I'd go Giles, Xander, Buffy, Willow. Yeah, I could stick with that. Yeah. Xander's is so long that it has enough stuff that's going to be number two. Well, it's also like Jazz had the musical number though. Yeah, Jazz was fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh but I think the length of Xander's shows yeah. like all of his insecurities, man, and like where his head's at, and he's a horn dog. <laughs> it's just the teen it's teenage boy rule, teenage hey. girl rules. Like Yeah, he's a teenage boy. I mean, I don't under like what was like who was making this dream happen? The first Slayer wanted him to dream about hooking up with Willow or like, like, you know what I mean? Like, what? Yeah. What is this? Yeah. Willow and Tara. And yeah. Joyce. And Anya was like fine. And not it. Anya. Well, he's banging. <laughs> he's banging Anya. There's no fantasy yeah, there. Yeah. The grass is always greener on Xander. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> maybe they're playing into that whole thing of that, that bullshit stat about like men think about sex every seven seconds. Like there's no, we don't <laughs> dude. We would never get anything done. I do love that. You could just say something like that. And then it just sticks and travels for decades. Yeah. Of like, it's like, Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's gotta be true. That sounds about right. That sounds uh, seven seconds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just make up a number. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's what's happening. One of those made-up facts, like yeah. 9-11 wasn't an inside job. <laughs> <laughs> well, I that kid, has been boys watching. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, you got anything else to say about this one or anything else to say about... Well, we'll no, talk uh, more in-depth yeah. about season four yeah. in season general. Season four is going to... We're gonna have to really do a deep dive on this, and uh, yeah, fill out that uh that poll. Get your get your thoughts in. Yeah, um, definitely yeah. get on the Discord. This is the time to do it. Yeah, we'll send you lovely welcome notes. You'll see where we have that shit posted, and uh, take part in the conversations. Like we got a bunch of people that are on our Discord and just never participate, <laughs> or, or they're participating in the spoiler 
spoiler chat. We have a spoiler chat that we do not visit. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Or just be a lurker, you know? It is also fun to like, we have like season one talk, season two talk, season three talk. We'll probably open up a season season four four. talk and people bring up stuff from those past. Cause like, I know that some people are just starting the podcast and like they're catching up and they're like, well, I had something to say about fucking reptile boy. And yeah, that's why we, that's why we did the discord because we can't, we can't be on social media with the Mm -hmm. spoilers. We can't be on the Reddit thread. So we got the discord so we can talk about what we have seen and Mm -hmm. you guys can talk about. For the people who've seen this show so many times, yeah, you guys can deep dive in the uh, in the uh, spoiler section, and there's also a uh, Xander debate section Xander that I'm sure too. I'm yeah, sure will be hot feels, after this one. Feels like it's gonna be lively after the Xander dream sequence thing. I kind of stay out of that one myself, but Joe I, is active in it. I get in on there whenever I see a little alert that there's some new new chatter in the Xander debate channel. I'm like, let's see what this is about. Crack my knuckles. All right, here we go. I don't have anything going on today. I won't be going out tonight. Cancel my plans. <laughs> Stephanie, hold my calls. <laughs> Xander slander is back, and I have something to do. <laughs> Uh, right. shout out Xander Slander, yeah. my sparring partner in most of these uh Xander debates. Yeah. Um but yeah, thanks for listening everybody. Join the Discord, get rate and review for a shout out. Uh join our Patreon uh where we talk about Angel and we do movie reviews. Most recent one was on Cocaine Bear. We got a good one coming up for freaking April. Yeah, we got to figure out when we're gonna when, when we're gonna do that. When we're gonna see it. What we're gonna do? We all talk about that off. Yeah, off, off yeah we'll talk. We like to keep these a little bit of a surprise for everybody. Yeah, yeah. But I'm excited for the April one. <laughs> yeah, this is gonna be good. Yeah. So join the Patreon. Uh, follow the Instagram account. Our shit's kind of been blowing up there. Vance makes some like fun edits and stuff for the Instagram. Um, Follow the Instagram at Boys Watching Buffy. And if you want to email in, boyswatchingbuffy at gmail.com. That's a wrap for season four, everybody. Stay tuned next week for the bonus episode, season four recap. And then further on, we hop into season five with Buffy versus Dracula. drawing up a plan for world domination. The key element? Coffee makers that think. Seltzer Kings. Podcasts.